Broadcasting live from the Wellness Wonderland, you're listening to the Wellness Wonderland Radio. I'm Katie, and each week I chat with the most inspirational people on the planet on how to stay inspired in all areas of life. As you listen, feel free to tweet at me, at Katie Dalebout, or use the hashtag Wellness Wonderland. I'd love to hear your aha moments. So grab your headphones and listen on the go, or cuddle up with a notebook as we dive in deep with authentic conversations right here in Wonderland. Wonderers, what is up? Welcome back to another week of the podcast. I am so excited that you're here, and I'm so knowing that you are going to love this week's episode with my friend, Grace Smith of Grace Smith TV. You might know her, you might not, but she's a really dear friend of mine. I'm going to visit her in LA um, in a couple months, and we met about three years ago at a Hay House Writers Workshop that really changed my life because I met her and a bunch of other people who are really dear friends to me, and I actually won a contest that got me my book deal with Hay House, which is so amazing, and it all came from that conference with Grace and so now she's on the podcast and you'll get to meet her which is amazing but first top of the show couple announcements I have this one really big announcement drum roll if you're on my email list you already know about this but I am doing group coaching I'm doing a short group coaching course it's only three weeks long and it's topical We're going to really focus on the holidays and the stress that comes up during the holidays often. However, we might talk about anything, really. So there's going to be a lot of Q&A, really extensive Q&A. So you'll be able to ask me questions about body image, questions about food questions. There's actually an entire week about food um, where I'm having my friend who's a a holistic health coach and one of my best friends in the entire world, who you guys know from the podcast, Simi, is one of the guest speakers. She's actually coming on the very first week, which is this coming Sunday night, November 22nd. And yeah, she's amazing and I love her. So we're going to talk about the three F's that come up during the holiday season over these three weeks. And the first week we're covering food and Simi's the guest, like I said. And then the next week we're going to talk about finances a little bit. And my friend Haley Knight is the special guest. Many of you know Haley. Some of you may not though because she hasn't actually been on the podcast yet but she will be soon and I can't wait to have her on. But anyways, she's amazing. We're going to talk about giving and receiving and how a lot of us feel uncomfortable when people give us gifts that maybe we don't want and how we feel obligated to give people gifts and we're going to talk about that a little bit. But again, extensive Q&A and you guys can ask anything. I'm going to stay on the line. These are all calls. They're live calls and you'll also get the recording if you can't make it live. Um, But anyways, I'm going to stay on the line until every single question is answered and Haley's going to stay on the line and Simi. And then the third week... Our special guest is a little lady by the name of Heather Waxman, who many of you guys know. And if you've been a longtime listener, you will know that she was my second guest ever on the podcast. And she's now one of my best friends in the world as well. And so we're going to talk about relationships that week. We're going to talk about the third F, which is family. So a lot of family stuff comes up during the holidays. We tend to revert to childhood, or I do, when I'm around my family sometimes. I come back to those old archetypes and I'm like a 13 year old girl again and I don't feel like myself 
around my family. So we're really going to get into some of these relationship dynamics and how you can be yourself and be authentic and feel really good and feel really happy. And yeah, it's going to be really awesome. It's going to be a great time. Heather's going to be there. And all three weeks of the coaching are going to be great. There's PDF worksheets that you're going to get direct access to me um, and a lot of support and community as well. So I can't wait to have you guys on the calls and part of the group. The price is actually, this is the last day to sign up with the early bird price, which it's so cheap, you guys. This is like way less than one session of coaching with me. It's just $147. So $147 for this early bird price. But after today, so if you sign up today when this comes out on Wednesday, the price is still 147 but if you wait till tomorrow it's going up it's not a ton it's just going to go up to 167 so sign up today to save like 20 dollars um or you can sign up later and pay 167 but yeah i'm just so excited i really want everyone to enjoy the joy of the season right and really be empowered and come to the holidays from a really empowered place with a plan, a plan to have fun, a plan to feel good about yourself, a plan to feel confident and to go into the new year with a lot of that confidence. So remember what Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah felt like when you were a child, when everything was really magical. And I want us to get back to that childlike excitement of the season with some practical tips and tools to stay stress-free and fully enjoy the season so yeah so that's what we're going to talk about and I can't wait to have you I really hope that like everyone who listens to the podcast signs up for the course because I think it would be really fun it's just a really simple course it's from 8 to 9 30 eastern time 5 to 6 30 pacific time on three sunday evenings so we're starting this coming sunday the 22nd 22 is my lucky number so that's why we're starting that day and it's the week before Thanksgiving so we're going to talk about food that week and then uh, we're taking a week off this Sunday after Thanksgiving we're off and we're going to just have homework that week that you guys can work on and then on 12-6 on November or I'm sorry December 6th we're going to pick back up again and then again on the 13th of December so enjoy your week enjoy this episode with grace And I can't wait to see you guys hopefully on, or listen, or hear you guys. Yeah, hear you guys. We can talk, finally. We can have a dialogue. It won't just be me talking to blank space. Um, I'll write your name if you sign up for group coaching with me. And I love you guys. Have an amazing week. Share the podcast with a friend. And be sure you're on my email list. All right, talk to you soon. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited that my friend Grace Smith, the founder of Start Again, is in the wellness wonderland. We met a couple years ago now. How many years ago is that? Three years ago? It's coming up on three years. That event, such a pivotal day in my life. (laughs) Mine too. That event changed my life. We met you guys at the Hay House Writers Workshop. Um, that really changed my life because I met Grace and a bunch of other people, a bunch of other people who have been on the podcast. Bex um, was one of my very first guests and she and I met there. My friend Sasha and I met there and now Grace and I'm really close friends with all of these people now and I'm just so grateful to have them in my life and I met them that weekend. So 
I'm so excited for everyone on the podcast to get to know Grace and love Grace as much as I do. So she's also a periscoping queen. We're actually periscoping this very episode. So hello to everyone listening on Periscope. Tons of hearts. They're all saying hello. Yay. Hi, guys. (laughs) So guys, make sure if you're watching this on Periscope that you go over and subscribe to Katie Dale Bout's The Wellness Wonderland, and you'll find the information there about her podcast. So it's just thewellnesswonderland.com. And um, this is not going to be live on there today, but it will be in the future. So make sure you subscribe and check us out there. Yes. Amazing. Cool. So Grace, tell me everything. How are you doing today? Where, First of all, where in the world are you today? Because you are a champion for freedom and you're traveling all the time. So where do you happen to be in the world right now? Today, I'm at the gorgeous hotel called the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. I'm at an amazing conference for speakers and I am meeting the most incredible people while here. Uh, I mean, the net worth of the people in that room is got to be at least a billion dollars and everyone just has the biggest hearts. It's basically just a conference for people who have a message that they want to get out into the world in order to make the world a better place. So these are high level people with amazing messages and I feel so honored and blessed to to be here with them. So it's very, very exciting. Mm, So cool. I'm so excited for you. That sounds amazing. So Catch us up to from when we met um, to now you've grown and expanded a ton, but I'd like to know, you know, take us all the way back and how did you get to where you are and kind of what is your history and what is, how have you done and how did your, how have you done everything that you've done to create such an amazing thing that you have online and with Grace Space and with hypnosis and with all the tools that you have and teach? What really inspired you to get to this place and, and take us back to how you got to where you are? Totally. So really was a winding road. I never, ever set out as a little girl to grow up and one day be a hypnotist. I'm quite certain it was the furthest thing from my planned trajectory. But basically what happened is I graduated from college at the peak of the recession in 2008. And it was a scary time to enter into the world with a boatload of student debt. And I took the first job, which was offered to me, a very prestigious job in uh, fundraising and consulting. And my first goal was I was on a campaign where we had to raise $250 million at a time where people were losing their jobs and didn't necessarily want to give money. But we did really well on the campaign. Um, Everything on my life on paper looked amazing. But I, for the first time in my life, ever started suffering from depression. I was completely stressed out because every day we had to hit these astronomical numbers and if you didn't, basically you were going to be let go and it wasn't like there were other jobs lined up and I had big loans to pay. So it was a lot, a lot, a lot of stress really fast and I also, for the first time in my life, had money. Um, This was a well-paying job and they gave me an amazing apartment and an amazing car. So all those things were kind of the perfect storm and I started partying way too much to the point where when I was 24 years old, I hit rock bottom and I ended up getting sober. So a few months after getting sober, this very much humbles you. It's a very, you know, painful process, but I'm so grateful that I went through it. So at this point, I think you're kind of willing to try anything when you've been through something that difficult. 
And someone said to me, you know, Grace, you've quit drinking, you've quit drugs, and you're still smoking cigarettes like a chimney. Come on now, let's, <laughs> let's take care of this. Why don't you try hypnotherapy? And I think really I never would have done it, Katie, if I hadn't hit rock bottom, if I hadn't been humbled. That was the only reason I was so open-minded. So I still very much had no idea what hypnosis was. I was like, is this guy going to make me click like a chicken? Is he going to steal my money? Is it going to be mind control? But after one session, I never smoked again. And I didn't even crave a cigarette. And I really had been smoking like a chimney. So my first reaction was to get really pissed off and say, you know, I tried the gum. I tried the patch. I expected those things to work and they didn't work. I never in a million years expected hypnosis to work, and it worked. And the more research I did, the more I found out that the efficacy of multiple sessions of hypnosis with quitting smoking is 40% more effective than any other methods combined. And this led to more research about, you know, people who are in recovery from cancer and their survival rates doubling if they've done hypnotherapy during their treatment. And, I mean, just everything under the sun. So I started to get very – I've always been like an activist at heart – very much like this is a human rights issue that people don't know what this tool is, that it's so powerful. And um, to make a pretty long story short, I started doing this part-time. I still had my corporate gig. And then I got a call. And um, the call was at this wonderful man named Alexandre Feitoza, who had been a UN peacekeeping ambassador in Syria, one of the Blue Berets. His convoy was bombed. And he lost the use of the left side of his body. He was paralyzed on the left side of his body. And um, he didn't receive proper care fast enough. So by the time he was flown to New York, he hadn't used the left side of his body for about three months. And um, his son called me up and said, you know, can you just go and see if maybe you can help him feel better, elevate his mood a little bit. So I get there. I'm a brand new hypnotherapist. I don't really know what I'm going to be able to do to help him. There's, you know, the fluorescent lights of the hospital, white coats everywhere. It's very intimidating. And halfway through the session, I just said, Alexandre, imagine a spark between two neurons. And this spark travels down the left-hand side of your body, all the way through your arm, all the way through your hand, and out your finger. And I didn't even finish the word finger because he was already moving his point of finger. Oh, my God. Oh, I still get chills thinking about it. And I started crying, and the doctor started crying, and the nurse started crying, and he started crying, and he opened his eyes, and he said, what do I do? And I said, keep moving your finger. <laughs> like, we just, we were all in shock that this was even working. And, you know, when I walked in that day, Katie, I saw a broken man who had lost all hope. And when I left, he was beaming. He had regained his entire, he had regained hope and faith that his life would continue. And um, now he's walking and he's got a new one-year-old baby son. And the best part is now he's my father-in-law. So I'm second oldest son. And um, that day when I walked home from the hospital, I just said, you know, I'm not sure exactly what this tool is, but I know everybody in the world needs it. And um, the next day I quit my job and I ran a group on campaign and I sold 924 vouchers in 24 hours. What? Yep. So I worked with a thousand individual clients my first year in business, making me one of the most experienced hypnotists in the world. So it was crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
what a cool story. I did not know that is how you met your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he and I met in um, a meditation class. He sat down next to me meditation class. But when this happened to his father, we'd only been dating a month. So he was the son that called you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What an amazing story. I am just like beaming because I didn't realize that that was how you got into it and that was how you guys met and I just I admire your relationship so much and hopefully we can talk about that a little bit more but I just really admire your relationship and I've, I've watched um, you be engaged and married and now have this great relationship and it's just really been a treat to witness and look to for inspiration so it's cool to hear that story about how it how it came to be so then you know where do you go from there so you're you're doing hypnosis and it's going really well obviously with 900 yeah. clients at once yeah. um but then what what happened next for you you know like now you've expanded your reach in many different ways and you've really blown up as far as I've seen in the past like couple like year or so to be yeah. honest and so I would love to know you know what is really inspiring to you right now what is really filling you up right now and how has your business changed you know I know that freedom is something that's super important to you so why is freedom important to you and what are you really jazzed up about right now you're asking the best questions these are all the things I love to talk about (laughs) so yeah so basically that first year um I, I, I look at it like I got a PhD in hypnosis. You know, most hypnotherapists, people aren't knocking down their door because it's still pretty niche. So you could be in business 30 years before you work with a thousand people. So for me to do eight or nine sessions a day for a year was unbelievably taxing and a great opportunity. And it made me very confident. But we also lost $3 for every person I saw because the group bond deal was so good and because rent in New York is so high. So Katie, I had never been so broke or exhausted in my entire Wait, what do you mean you lost three dollars? So because you had to pay for the space for them to come? So right, with the with the group on, it was like a, you know, I don't know, I think every session was maybe discounted down to forty seven dollars. So by the time I paid my rent every day and then, you know, Groupon keeps fifty percent of that. So I'm making maybe twenty bucks per person for an hour long session and then my I had an office in Union Square, New York City. Oh, my goodness. So I was I was in debt, and I was completely exhausted. It was a crazy year. So I bet you couldn't meet with them over Skype. Does that not really work as well for hypnosis? It totally does, and that is exactly why we changed our business model. Oh, good. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> so the first year, I wasn't even online. I was so busy just seeing the clients from Groupon that there was no point in me even creating a social media campaign. Not that I had the time, but even if I did, I couldn't see new clients. So building a platform didn't make sense for me. And back then, it probably wasn't even as important. Yeah. I mean, it was only three and a half years ago. But oh, but still. It's, it's still just like it wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. But what was really funny is that then the second year, I basically – a lot of those people stayed with me and I started – you know, I increased my pricing to premium pricing because now I had all this experience and I was able to, you know, command a higher price point and finally make a living (laughs) and not wonder if my heat was going to get turned off. And so that was very exciting. So it wasn't really until about eight months ago that we changed our entire business model. And 
what I found is that my clients who were sick or traveling and couldn't meet with me in person but wanted to keep the consistency of their sessions up, they would meet with me over Skype, just as you mentioned. And the sessions were just as effective, if not more effective, because hypnosis, the whole reason it works is because when you're safe and you're feeling relaxed, you become open to suggestion. That is literally it in a nutshell. It's meditation with a goal. When you feel safe and relaxed, you're open to suggestion. So if someone's coming to me in Manhattan and they're stuck in traffic and their subway was late and their boss spilled coffee on them, by the time they get into my office, it takes them 10 minutes or 15 minutes to just decompress. Then we have the session. Then they go right back out into the chaos. Whereas over Skype, they take a bubble bath. You know, when we're done with the session or if someone has insomnia, I've literally put my clients to sleep over Skype. They go to bed directly, you know, when we finish our call, we do that two nights in a row and the insomnia is gone. That's amazing. I need to try this. We've been saying we're going to do a Periscope with you trying hypnosis on me for the first time and we have to try it because I think I need to experience this. And we can totally do a a short group one too today on the podcast if you want. Okay, cool. That's amazing. Meditation with a purpose. I love that. Yeah, I, meditation with a goal. Exactly. With a goal. Mm-hmm. So once we did, once we realized that, we said, well, forget paying this rent in Union Square. I'm going to do this all over the phone or on Skype because it's just as effective, if not more, and it's actually more convenient for my clients. And once we did that, it wasn't long before my husband kind of said, you're starting to grow really rapidly and we could live anywhere in the world. So he quit his job and then Grace Space was born. So Grace Space is an online library of my hypnotherapy programs. It's kind of like a Lynda.com or a Khan Academy, but for wellness. It's amazing. And it's blowing up. It's crazy. Just as you said, I, I think we're just as shocked as everybody else as, as what's happening to our platform and, and how quickly it's happening. But my husband built the whole thing. He's completely self-taught and it's this beautiful, amazing membership site uh, with gamification, meaning people get badges when they log in and when they participate. So there's real incentive to get through the programs. The programs change people's lives. They, they invite their friends and family. So for the first time since I left corporate America, I have consistency in income. I'm helping the masses because the price point is so low, which is what I've always wanted to do. And then the few private clients that I do have are really high level. They're A-listers. They're so invested in their success. And I just feel like all our dreams are coming true. And the coolest part is, since I do care so much about freedom, um, and I didn't ever know how to really integrate you know how much I care about that and advocacy work now anybody who purchases a a membership we give one membership away for free to a survivor of human trafficking so amazing that right there is just I love that there's that social responsibility aspect to this it's so powerful and it really makes me love gray space even more and I love the user user friendliness of the site and thank your husband for that someday he's going to build me a membership site for wellness wonderland we were talking about that a couple weeks ago but it's so amazing and if anyone wants to check it out go to bit.ly slash grayspacekd 
for the link to a three, free three-minute meditation from Grace. And then you can check that out. And if you like the meditation, then cool. You can um, check out Grace Space as well. Um, but just at least do the free meditation because it's free and it's only three minutes. So yeah. I really, really enjoyed it myself. And I think it would be something that everyone um, – should check out. So everyone listening right now, bit.ly slash kd, And it's also in the show notes too, if you're listening to this on the podcast. So anyways, it's just been it's so amazing to witness your growth and, and to witness this amazing thing that you've created that's helping so many people at once. It's just, it's really, really cool. And so blessed. I really do. You know, and, and I think the biggest difference is when I was in corporate America, I had financial stability, but no one ever said to me, you've changed my life. Right. Not one day did someone say that to me. And it happens every single day as a hypnotherapist. There isn't a day that goes by where I don't hear it. So even though for close to two and a half years, we re- it was a really scary time, especially when Bernardo left his job. Yeah. Uh, it was worth every second, every moment. And now we've come out the other end of it and it just, it's like all our dreams are coming true. It's such a blessing. Oh, you two are so freaking inspiring. <laughs> I just love you so much. And I'm so glad you're my friends. I love you too. So tell, tell us, I mean, I, I know about gray space, but I guess, um, I feel like we sort of gro- glossed over it. So tell me a little bit more about like what's in it and what's there. Sure. And just so people know. Cool. So yeah, what, what kind of happened is I think I was so burnt out after that first year of seeing eight to nine people a day and actually losing yeah, yeah. money on every, every transaction oh that um, the second year, once I had all that experience and traction, we, we shot our uh, rates through the roof. And in some ways that was great because then the clients who came through the door were people who inspire me to no end. They're living the lives that I want, I wanted to be living. And it was amazing to be able to work with people like that. But I also had to sit back after a few months when we finally were able to get our finances in order and say, you know, the reason I got into this was because I felt it was a human rights issue that so many people in the world didn't know about hypnosis. It wasn't to serve a few elite people, even though I love them. It was to serve the masses. So how can I serve the masses without completely exhausting myself like I did that first year? And that's when we kind of said, you know what, it's got to be online and it's got to be an accessible price point so the masses can be served. And that's what we did. And I, I started with my most popular requests. So I would say about 80% of people who come to work with me in any capacity at some point want to work on weight loss. And that was one of the first programs that went in there. So hypnosis for weight loss. And then we've got one for ultimate anxiety, one for public speaking. Um, a lot of just the, the core ones that people ask for. But the two pieces that everybody starts with are the four steps to mental freedom which is a really cool video series we shot when we lived in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. So it's really beautiful. And then a 21-day mental boot camp, which really, really reconditions the mind to no longer have negative thoughts. Because those negative thoughts lead to negative emotions, beliefs, actions, and eventually, you know, we have these habits that aren't serving us and it all began with undesired thoughts. And you can change those from the level of the subconscious, but you have to access it. 
And the quickest way to do that's hypnosis. So I love the 21-day mental boot camp. I love the four steps of mental freedom. And then after you go through those two foundational pieces, everybody creates their own roadmap based on what they want to do in their own lives. And the coolest part is it's a real community. Everybody on Grace Space, I mean, we ask them, what do you want next? And then we vote and it's a real democracy. And whatever's the most popular, that's the next program I make. So I've got about six programs on my queue. One's for financial freedom and improving relationships, stuff like that. So there's always more being added as well. Mm, So So exciting. exciting. And I really love what you said about the human rights aspect and really wanting to get this information out to as many people as possible to the masses as from the activists within you and I really feel that way a lot about the the things that I'm really passionate about especially about body image and health at every size and really promoting you know people feeling good about their bodies and and really being an activist around that so I really relate to that as well like the message you're so passionate about which for you happens to be hypnosis being available to everyone as a tool for personal growth and happiness and feeling like you need to be an activist to to get that out and doing your part to actually do that because I think a lot of people are passionate about their craft or their thing that they're focusing on but they're not actually doing much about helping to get it to the masses agreed and you actually are and I just really commend you for that I think it's really fantastic and um Yeah, I'm just really grateful for you and to call you a friend. Thank you. I feel the same way about you. I really, I really mean it. Watching you, too, blow up over the last few years has been absolutely incredible. And I I really can see how there's an alignment with our mission. Most people who are hypnotherapists, you know, they they see a few people a week in a dimly lit, um, you know, cozy office. And that's great and that's awesome and I'm always happy to refer people to my colleagues who I love, but that's not why I'm here. You know, I'm here to tell millions of people they can that they can be more in charge of their habits and beliefs than advertising companies. Because right now, that's who has the power. That's you know? who that's who's hypnosing us. Exactly. And it doesn't need to be that way. Hypnotizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. This is so good. So Right now, what is well? I guess I was gonna I was gonna get into the other things, but but right now I want I want to talk a little bit about Periscope because Periscope came out this year and you really got on board right away and love the platform and are so amazing at the platform. So talk to me about why you love Periscope. And when I met you, you were Graysmith TV. You were all yep. about being Graysmith TV. But when we met, there was no Periscope. Yes! <laughs> and, and not even close. <laughs> um, and so now, you know, three years later, there is something that is such the perfect platform for you. And you really embrace that. So take us back to like when, I'm just curious, like when did you find out about Periscope to, like when was Periscope created to when you started to use it and what has your experience with Periscope been like in the past it hasn't even been a year like six months ish wow. yes um I got on June 18th wow yeah and when did Periscope come out I believe March maybe oh wow so you were like it, I th- I, f- I just uh, associate like Periscope and Graysmith so oh, oh, oh that's so cool <laughs> So I would have thought that so you were earlier than that even. But okay, so March. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love it so much. And it is really funny because the branding of my company made zero sense for years. It just made no sense. I, I mean, naming my company Grace Smith Hypnotherapy would have made perfect sense. Yeah. But I had this intuitive hit and it was so strong that I needed to name my company Grace Smith TV and I had no idea why. And Were you making YouTube videos at the time? I was, but maybe one a month. <laughs> I mean, this was not a regular thing. <laughs> you were just like, I wish I could make videos every day, but there's not something that helps me to do that easily. <laughs> I was a very early adopter of Ustream, and I did okay. daily Ustream hypnosis for literally four people every morning <laughs> at like 6 a.m. So when Periscope came out, everybody started choosing their daily times of when they wanted to get started, and I luckily had already had the Ustream experience, so I was like noon no earlier than noon and then I moved to LA and now it's 9 a.m <laughs> but so basically this is what happened I was working with um, a woman named Joan and she was you know doing some consulting for me with social media because I basically am horrific at all other social media platforms and it was very frustrating for me because I wanted to get my message out but I just couldn't wrap my head around most of the other platforms and she said, you know, there's this brand new thing out. It's called Periscope. I think you should check it out. And at the time, I had just been on the show called The Noichi con Danilo Gentili in Brazil. And he's basically the Jimmy Fallon of Brazil. Cool. And it was so cool. It was a late night talk show. I hypnotized Brazil. There was like 4 million viewers. The hashtag went viral. The whole thing was amazing. And then the night it aired... I wanted my parents who were in America to be able to watch it on TV at, when it came on because, you know, we filmed it about two weeks before it actually went on TV. So I was like, let's try this Periscope thing and also Skype and you can choose whatever one you want. So I had, you know, maybe three family members on Skype. Uh, and then I had maybe four family members on Periscope watching me on TV. But I didn't know, because it was the first time I ever scoped, that when you sh you know go live on Periscope, it shares it on Twitter. And in the show, when I hypnotized Brazil, I asked everyone, what's your stress level to begin with? What's your stress level when you end? And I want you to tweet your results to me at Grayson TV. And my most recent tweet was that I had gone live on Periscope. So I'm not even kidding you, Katie. I had six people on Periscope, my first time ever scoping. And then I had 1,800 people. Oh, my gosh. Live. And that is so you know, cool. they were all Brazilian and, you know, 98% of them spoke Portuguese. So it's not like I got a ton of followers that day. But it what I realized is it was more exciting for me in the instant on TV when I told everyone to tweet me and then all of a sudden they were live with me on Periscope. It was more exciting to engage with them on Periscope than it was to watch myself on national television for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. And that's when I said, okay, this is something. <laughs> Yeah. And I need to commit to this. And I did. And, um, you know, I, my following's not massive. It's just over 5,000 people. But because I didn't have a following on any other platform. It's pretty massive. It's a pretty good number. But it also just makes me so happy. I know my community. And they actually named Grace Space. Like, it is a community. I know them. I know their progress. I know how they're feeling. I know what their stresses are. They know everything about me. They're they're giving hearts right now as we talk. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I'm completely obsessed with it. Shout out to Grayspace. Yeah, Grayspace. And um, the handle on Periscope is TV, And we just love it. Um, and from a business perspective, 
there has never been a better lead generation tool, I don't think, in the history of lead generation tools. I mean, my email list tripled my second month on Periscope. It's amazing. That yeah. is so cool. So cool. And your Periscopes are so engaging and fun. You taught me so much about the platform. We've done some Perry Skypes together. And yeah, we're going to do more together. Um, I need to be in Periscope more because I love it. I just like always forget about it. Um, It's definitely not mainstream yet. So there's an opportunity there. Well, I think for me, the thing I struggle with Periscope is that I had to turn the notifications off my phone because I would be like working or in a space where I was with people and I couldn't tune in right away and I'd get the notification that Grace is live or Bex is live or one of my friends is live (laughs) or someone I really admire is live and I'd be like I want to watch this right now and I can't and that made me really sad and I know you can watch the replay but the replay is only available for 24 hours and it's not like when you're watching it live it's just not the same and Um, and then too, you know, the replay goes away. So it's not, or you like when it's on, you have to only be doing that where it's not like, you can't like be on your phone for anything else. So like, exactly. Um, Multitask. Which, yeah. Which like, I like with YouTube, I can like have it on while I'm like cooking or something. And anyway, so. Well, I think the best thing to do when you're ready, you already have so much on your plate and I'm sure it's only going to get more exciting and crazy as months approach your book launch. It's so exciting. But when you can carve out the time, I think the only strategy that works really, uh, unless you already have, you know, 300,000 followers on another platform or something is a daily scope because then it's in your calendar. You're committed to that, you know, 20 minutes, you're going to build a following in a community that way because they, you know, they know when you're going to be there. And then when you have extra time, you can go into other people's scopes. You know, anytime you come into mine, of course, I'm going to say, Hey guys, you got to check out my friend Katie, click on her and share. And that's really the second best way to get followers is to interact. But as long as you're doing the first one, it'll grow. And I agree with you. If you don't do that, it's really easy to forget about it. Do you think that if I did it once a week, it would have the same impact if it was the same time consistent once a week? You know, I haven't seen too much of that, but test it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it won't hurt. What I imagine would happen is you would still get a following. It would just be a little bit slower there. Mm-hmm. But maybe the week leading up to your book launch, you do it once a day. Yeah. And, and when you're on tour, you continue it once a day. Yeah. But yeah. I would say commit to a schedule that people can count on. You know, right now I'm at a conference and I haven't been going live when I normally go live. And I feel genuine guilt because I know my community is like, where are you, Grace? You know, they're they're waiting yeah. for me. And so in the months that I've been on Periscope, I've probably missed my 12 Eastern noon scope maybe 10 times total. Wow. And it makes me feel really bad when I do. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. It's so inspiring. So what would you say um, is the greatest lesson you've learned about freedom in the past year? And what advice do you have for people finding freedom in their own lives? Great question. When I think back to when I was a smoker and I really believed I couldn't quit because I tried so many things and then I had one session and I did, I realized I had been so disillusioned as to how powerful I truly was. And that if you have any habit or belief that's not serving you, you very literally don't have to have it anymore. 
But most people believe that they can make change from a conscious perspective. And most people try to make change when they're stressed out and they're angry and they're like, oh my God, if I just eat another piece of chocolate, I swear to God, I just hate myself. They're in this mode where the body is releasing so much stress, so much cortisol that you're in fight, flight, or freeze. You're not in a position to be able to absorb new thoughts, ideas, or beliefs. So what I have found about freedom is it begins in the mind. Mm -hmm. And once you're able to access that and learn the tools that are necessary to reach your programming where it lives, which is the subconscious, literally anything is possible. My relationship with my husband would have been impossible without hypnosis because I was jaded about relationships. I had to fix that or I would have brought that into our marriage and I didn't. And I know that's part of why it's so good. I used to have debilitating stage fright. I mean, you couldn't pay me or drag me up there. And now I'm getting paid a lot of money to speak. These are things that would have kept me chained in a small life that was not the kind of life I was supposed to have. And so I think the biggest message about freedom is it's a choice. And we give our power away and it's time to take it back. And once you do, you literally can design your life. It's just, it's miraculous. That's amazing. That's amazing. Let's talk more about your relationship with your husband because okay. I think you guys are so amazing. And what were some of the things that the blocks that you had mentally that you had to <laughs> clean up and get over before you had this relationship with him come into fruition? And what do you guys do now to keep the communication going really well, especially because you work together and you're in this beautiful partnership? So the baggage that I had before was plentiful. I did not have a relationship prior to Bernardo that wasn't full of chaos. I just, because I guess my life was so chaotic before I got sober and even for many months after, that's what I was attracting. We, we magnetize whatever we are feeling and thinking about, right? That's what we draw to us. And so I attracted people who were just as crazy and chaotic and struggling as much as I was. And so it was always fighting and breaking up and getting back together and drama. It was ridiculous. And when I cleared all that out, and I very much intentionally cleared all that out from a subconscious level and said, I know this is a habit. I know I have neurological pathways that make me think I want to attract drama into my life and I am going to break these down and not have them anymore. And then a few months later, I was not looking for a relationship. My now husband sat down next to me in a meditation class. That's amazing. And I think that is key, Katie, because it was meditation class. And I didn't invite him there. I met him there. So he was already interested. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who are looking for their significant others in places like a bar. And maybe there are tons of marriages of people who met in bars. And I'm sure many of them are very, very happy. But you have to think about the energy of the space where you're meeting the person. Yeah. And what it says about their constitution. And he's a peaceful, loving person. And the way that we keep the lines of communication open, really good question. I mean, I think we have the only issue that we have to continually work on is to stop talking about work. Mm -hmm. Because we are business partners and because we have the exact opposite 
strengths. So we are a perfect balance and we both want the same things, which are amazing. And we just want to keep going and going and going that we have gone out on date night and set an alarm, you know, or like a timer rather to see how far we can get before we talk about work. And the furthest we've ever gotten is 20 minutes. Oh no. That's not good. Luckily, work is very exciting right now and very happy and there's so many opportunities and we're loving it. Um and so there's still joy in our relationship and and intimacy and all connection and everything like that. But if there's anything we really need to continue to work on because this can't go on for the rest of our lives obviously is to make a clear delineation between work talk and personal private family time because um, right now it's it's a bit too meshed but yeah I mean it's just amazing I I don't mean to say this to brag I mean to say this because I think hypnosis was so such a huge part of it I don't know anybody with a better marriage than us mm-hmm. and I feel so blessed and lucky but I know part of it is because I did so much work on myself first that's amazing that's- and the other part is he's just perfect. <laughs> well, and I think another part, you both are really awesome, but I think the other part too is that you guys had a shared vision for the way that you want your life to be. And I think that, you know, for myself, like looking for a next, for a partnership and, and something that is like as beautiful as what I admire with you guys, um, you're like my inspiration board couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think the main thing that you have to have in common is a shared vision for your life. You know what I mean? Like you have to, that's something that you really can't go without. And it's the thing that has to be that common thread because if one person wants to go left and the other person wants to go right, you're never going to, you know, be able to vibe together. Yeah, you. if one person wants to go right and the other wants to go left, you end up staying in the same place and then you become resentful of that. Exactly. And we really support one another. So because Grace Space has had such huge success, it didn't just have success in the wellness world. We were written up in PC Magazine, International Business Times. We're getting written up because of the platform he built. And so for the first time, Bernardo is getting a ton of people asking him to build these high-level websites. I mean, downstairs, there's probably 100 people in that room. I think 40 people have (laughs) given him his business card. So he's launching his own company called Membership Authority. And I looked at him last night, and I was like, babe, you have been here for me in every single way. You have given me this platform, truly. And you have supported my every move, and I'm ready to do this for you now. It's not just about me. It's not just about my message. Mm. you got to be able to give and take, and I'm thrilled that we're going to start to shift the focus on him for a while while he builds that. That is so cool. Like, how much you guys support each other. It's so beautiful. It's so exciting. And I I want everybody to know who's listening. I want to really drive home that point again that, Every single relationship before Bernardo's was was really, I can say, it was terrible. I mean, I learned amazing lessons, and I'm still friends with some of those people, but they were of completely dysfunctional and unhealthy. So if, if that has been your experience, you can still find a partner who, who makes living that much more beautiful and healthy. It is absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so inspiring. Okay. So what are you most excited about in your life right now? What's next for you? There's a lot of things. There's a TV show in the works. <gasps> I know. That's so exciting. First, I've never said that out loud to anyone. Oh, anybody. my gosh. 
But like, I know. Exclusive. Totally exclusive for the Wellness Wonderland. So I won't give too many more details other than to say it's all my dream things combined and I can't believe people are interested in it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't, I'm so I can't excited. But it's just awesome. So hopefully that will move forward. But you know what? Even if it doesn't move forward in a traditional sense, now that I've gotten such positive feedback, at the very least it'll be a, a YouTube series. But I think it's going to go, I think it's going to go much bigger than that. So that's awesome. I hold, everyone will hold that intention for me. Yes. Oh so my goodness. We just moved to LA. That is so exciting. I want to hear more offline. That is like so exciting and I want to come on your show and watch your show and yes of course amazing oh my god Smith TV would make even more sense so fingers crossed it's so funny like you chose that name without and then the universe is like okay that's what you want sure no problem there you go yeah it all makes sense don't worry it's kind of funny because because my thing with the wellness wonderland was kind of like that too like I had the name and I didn't really have a platform or much else and as when I started, you know, I was very focused on the physical body and wellness in the sense of like green juice and yoga. But now I don't really talk about those things much at all. And I, I realize that wellness is way beyond the food. It's about how you feel, how your relationships are. It's mm-hmm. it's not about life isn't about making your body your masterpiece. It's about making your life as a whole your masterpiece, you know. But the, mm-hmm. the words wellness wonderland are kind of this umbrella term that works now. And the interesting piece is that since it has the word wellness in it, a lot of people come to my work who are attracted to like the green juice and yoga and wellness in the more traditional sense, um, which is great because a lot of times those people actually need the message of more forgiveness and self-love and just gentleness in how they treat themselves. And they get that even though they maybe were coming for something else. So it's, it's pretty cool how that happens with the names. Yeah, and what one of the things I love so much about your brand is it allows for us to watch you evolve and is yet still the perfect container for that message. Mm. It's so beautiful. It's really fun for us to watch too as as you continue to add in different aspects of what's important to you. And I think it's really neat too, exactly as you've said, that maybe wellness for some people starts with a green juice. I think that's in many ways how a lot of us started. And then it gets deeper and broader and more rich over time. And the Wellness Wonderland has content for all of that experience. It's it's awesome. Yeah. So I, I feel... I feel the same way. Graceman TV was so random and off-brand and made no sense, and now it's making crazy sense. It's yeah. really exciting. Um, the next thing is I've, I've finished my book proposal, and I have an amazing book agent. Yay! Yeah, so hopefully I'll be following in your footsteps soon and, and getting a book deal. Again, I feel so light and positive in general that – I'm not worried about any of these deals because I also know for some reason the timing isn't right or publishers aren't feeling it or whatever's going on, I will self-publish. And now I have the whole outline. It was a beautiful exercise. So those two things are massive. And then Grace Space just keeps growing. We have 200 uh, free memberships to give away now to survivors of human trafficking, which we'll be doing early next week, which I'm thrilled about. And then I think the next biggest thing is Bernardo's company. I'm just so stoked for that. It's so exciting. It's a whole new world, the whole tech world. And uh, there's so much going on. It's really exciting. I can't wait to be a client of his. And I think this is kind of a good announcement here that I want to do something 
in my world that because I think you and I both we kind of look at ourselves as curators of content that you know in our in our own way in our own space so yeah it's it's so exciting and I'm so grateful to both of you for the gifts that you're giving the world it's just super cool Yay. So, okay, so some personal questions for you. Okay. So this is a question I ask everyone who comes on the show, and it really gives me a window into what they're like. So what does your morning routine look like? What are some of the first things you do when you get out of bed in the morning, the first things you think, the first things you do, um, the first things you eat um, or drink or do to your body? Um, Let us know what they are. I know you're traveling all the time, so it probably is pretty fluid and changes. So – Mm-hmm. Like you can even give us like today, for instance. Okay. I will give you what I love when it happens and then I'll give you the real version. Okay. <laughs> this does not happen as much as I wanted to, but I love when this happens. I wake up at five. I go to my reformer Pilates class and it kicks my butt. I have a green juice on the way home from Juice Served Here, my favorite new company in California. They're the nicest people on the planet, and their juices are delicious. I come home. I play with my dogs. I take them for a long walk. At the bottom of our property, there's this huge, big place where they can run around. We take them there. Um, I come back up. I study Portuguese for a little bit, and then I check my email, and I start my day, and I scope, and I do that for a bunch of hours, and then at night, I turn offline, and Bernardo and I like have dinner or whatever. That happens very, very rarely, but when it happens, I feel like superwoman, mm-hmm. and I feel like no one can touch me, <laughs> and, and, and the sky's the limit, and nothing bothers me, and I'm thrilled. Um, What's happening a lot because of all the travel, and I I shouldn't make excuses because I could definitely accomplish something along those lines more regularly anywhere. Maybe that's the next thing I'll work on in hypnosis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's more like I wake up and I check my phone, and it's not a good way to go, but I have a big launch with, do you know Javanka Sierras? I don't think I do. Oh, you'll love her. She's amazing. She's a sassy uh, nutrition and health coach. I just love her so much. She calls herself the sassiest nutritional coach on TV. So (laughs) she's great. And we have a a massive launch coming up in a few weeks for our new program called Mind Body Academy. And um, I'm thrilled. So there's so much going on that I wake up and I'm like, okay, I probably have 45 emails to answer. And I have a conference to get to in an hour. So I need to immediately start answering them. And I just get to work the minute I open my eyes. And it's not the worst thing in the world. I do feel accomplished once I get all those emails taken out of the way. But I don't feel like superwoman. Right. So I, if I could make a recommendation to anyone listening, it would be to set a time of your day when you look at your phone for the first time, when you check your email for the first time, and let it be three to four hours after you first wake up. Because when I do that, it's awesome. Yeah, I completely agree. I've been doing this thing lately, very similar to your little routine with that, where I wake up at 5 and go to a 5.30 bar class. And it's not so much that I'm going to the bar class. It's that it's that time of day, and I get up and moving. And it, I really love waking up early. It's something that, like, I feel your day gets longer, you know? Like, we all say, like, oh, I wish there were more hours in the day. Well, Again, here, here you go, folks. You know, just wake <laughs> up earlier, and then there you go. Like that's yeah. how you do it. But yeah. and I like actually, I don't know if I I might have told you this already, um, Grace. But for everyone listening, when I was writing my book, you know, I was working full time, and I 
it was hard and I was doing the podcast and I was doing like 10 billion things and so I had to wake up at 5 a.m. and I would work from the time I woke up until work started and then I would like do my work and I would like work on the book a little bit in the evenings too. Um, But I didn't really work on it in the evenings because honestly I was like too tired. It's really hard for me to concentrate on things in the evening. I'm much more focused in the morning and so anyway so I really liked the fact I felt very empowered when I would get out of bed that early but I find that even though I know I love getting out of bed early I will sleep more if I'll sleep in later if I don't have somewhere I have to be or something I have to do as silly as that might sound so that's why going to this bar class that happens to be at 5 30 I get out of bed at 5 5 I sleep the very last second I like throw on my clothes and I get out the door and I get moving and then like the workout's done so I can like check that off the list for the day and then I'm home by literally 6 30 where as a day if I'm not going to the bar class I would sleep I be sleeping still till like yeah. 6 30 or 7 at least so it's it's really great I'm like up I'm already dressed and then you know I can have like this really relaxed morning do whatever I need to do and something that I find really helpful is like doing something creative first before I get into emails because if you start by answering emails you start by answering other people's requests that are usually not that urgent before yeah. you get to any of your own and so you can feel really productive by getting pumping out a bunch of emails but really you've like only done non-urgent requests from other people so I like to like you said with your Portuguese like I'll practice my ukulele a little bit or oh you play the ukulele no, that's awesome no I don't even <laughs> like, like I, no it's so bad I can't even like I shouldn't have even said that because I'm so bad at it Grace I'm like so bad at it but who knows maybe I'll get better maybe you can like hypnotize me to learn that ukulele. oh absolutely <laughs> so one of the things I worked on for hypnosis as I mentioned was um public speaking Mm-hmm. Two weeks after I finished those sessions, I was the lead singer in an all-girl rock band. What? Yeah. I didn't know that you did that. That's amazing. Called Castle Black. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so cool. And it was I know that you're a performer and you play the guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is totally. so cool. I can definitely hypnotize you to feel more confident about the ukulele, which will just make it more fun for you, and you'll learn faster because there won't be all that second guessing, you I know? I just need, like, well, you're a guitar player, so you'll get this, like, Okay, when I do the chords, I and I mess up or I'm like switching chords, I stop strumming. Yeah, like I can't like keep strumming. Like I'll get the strum strumming pattern and like I'm like cool with that. Yeah, if I'm just doing that and I'm not doing the chords, and yeah. I can do the chords when I'm not strumming, it's like linking the two together that my brain just like really <laughs> struggles with. I have to practice just left hand and going through the chord progressions without my right hand at all for about an extra hour. And then if I bring in the strumming, usually my left hand is solid enough now that I don't have to keep stopping. Yeah, okay, I'll try that. I'll just try practicing them separately. Yeah. Um, All right, that's good. Okay, another fun question. So you were having a dinner party. Yeah. And you can invite five people. Okay. I'm I'm already coming as well, You're so there. five so I, in addition I, to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> what meal? Who would you invite? What meal would you make for us? And what would you love someone to turn and ask you at the party? And what do you hope someone doesn't ask you about that you just really are burnt out talking about and don't feel like talking about? This is so good. Okay, Angelina Jolie. Cool. Ang Sung Suki. Oh, very cool. Uh, can they? Do they have to be living? Um, I usually say yes, but I'll make an exception for you. Thanks, Susan B. Anthony. Cool. 
Nelson Mandela. All right. And Gandhi. Amazing. This is like, <laughs> this is going to be fantastic. What are we going to eat? We are going to eat, ooh, this delicious, I hope everyone likes this. <laughs> We're going to have this. party. This is my party. So it's the one thing I can make that feels gourmet or the one thing that I have made that feels gourmet and is delicious. It's this quinoa dish with pineapple and cashews and red and green pepper. Oh my gosh, yum. It's just amazing. It's delicious. So we'll have that and a luscious, really delicious green salad with probably uh, sunflower seeds and really rich Jersey tomatoes because I'm a Jersey girl. <laughs> yum, that sounds amazing. Yeah, some delicious sparkling mocktail. Yum. Okay, so what um, do you hope someone will turn and ask you about at that table, and what do you hope that you don't have to talk about? I hope no one will ask me at the table, why are you vegan? (laughs) Because answering that question while eating with other people who aren't is so frustrating because no matter what I say, it ends up feeling like I'm judging them. Yeah. And I'm not. But that's usually when the question comes up when everybody else is eating. Now, since they're at my dinner party and since our vegetarians, it probably wouldn't be as bad, but I still would rather not discuss it. Yeah, it's just like not that fun to – like it's not like the funnest topic to talk about, you know? Like where do you get your protein? And it's just like kind of – it's like not so fun. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And we have like some really rad people there, so we don't have time for that. Exactly. And I would love for any one of them – to turn to me and say, how can I help you to be a better activist? Mm, yeah. Because they're all activists and they're all heroes of mine and they reached the masses and they've made global lasting impact and they're just such upstanding, classy people. I mean, I just am just imagining being at that table makes me tear up. It, I just, if I could be one tenth of any of those people, it would, you know, that would be a life well lived. So the greatest question for them would be to turn to me and say, Grace, how can I help you to be a better activist? Cause I think they know better than anyone else how to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's really inspiring. I'm, I'm really loving the concept of activism right now in my life and thinking a lot about that lately. So I'm really excited to attend that dinner party as well. And the um, food sounds amazing. So Yay, <laughs> absolutely. And you'll be the guest of honor, of course. Oh, my gosh. And that crew. I don't know about that. <laughs> you but... know, I had an idea, Katie, when you just said that. I just saw, I don't know if it's a conference or a panel, but the idea of activism from within the wellness world. Ooh. I think it would be a really cool thing for us to discuss further offline because I bet other people feel this way, the way that we feel, but I don't hear it talked about too much. Me neither. neither. And it would be really neat to get that conversation, that discourse uh, to more people. So we we should talk about doing something like that when your schedule dies down. Yeah, this sounds exciting. exciting. Um, Okay, what is the time that you've laughed the hardest? (laughs) The time that, okay, recently it's definitely watching Trainwreck. I love that movie. Have you seen it? With I am so embarrassed, but I haven't, and I've, like, been wanting to watch it forever. Like, when it was in the theaters, I, like, tried to go with all my friends, and, like, nobody could go, and I was just like, ugh, and then I haven't watched it yet, but I literally need to watch it, like, tonight if I wasn't yeah. already going to be finishing 
the yep. new Aziz Ansari show, which is amazing. Are you watching that? No, but I, that's next. You we'll swap. You really need to. Yeah, you need to swap. You're so, going to laugh so sorry. hard in that, too. About Amy Schumer. So I just moved to Los Angeles. I've been there just over three weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, I was invited to the Sunset Marquee to talk to my new friend and contact about this TV show. And I'm walking oh through God. the hallway. There's literally no one with me except for the woman at the front desk. There's no one there. And Amy Schumer. Ah! I know. And this woman she's talking to, there's literally no one else around. It's not like, oh, I saw a famous person in L.A. on the street corner. We are the only ones in this lobby. Did you say anything? to her yes she walks past me and I went hi and she goes what's up oh my god that's so what she would say what else what else nothing else so I wish I had been like thanks for everything you do for all womankind and you're welcome what do you do and I would have been like I'm a hypnotist and she would have been like I need a hypnotist come with me yes yes tell me that that happened (laughs) we can be best friends but unfortunately it ended at what's up but this is how I feel and this is what's so crazy do you know about how when they choose the new Dalai Lama there's all these totems these signs that happen like a black crow flying over the home of a new baby is one of the signs I didn't know that that particular sign but yeah I kind of knew how that goes down so Amy Schumer was my totem because she <laughs> is such a badass. She's so strong. She's so confident. She doesn't care what anybody else thinks. She's really helping women. She's hilarious. And when she walked past me five minutes later, this new friend of mine, this new contact was like, we're going to pitch your TV show. And I genuinely think if – I know this sounds kind of crazy, but and it, and I don't fan out over most – um, uh-huh. celebrities. They're just normal people. But Amy Schumer in particular, I think, is a real model of a successful woman not placating herself. You know, just be- percent agree. So when I saw her, I just think it gave me this boost of confidence I hadn't had before. She was like this black crow flying over my house, this totem symbol of like, you get to be confident. You get to believe in yourself. You get to be exactly who you want to be. And you're going to love your life. And so when this person said, we are going, yeah, someone on Scope just said not conforming. Totally. And when she said, we're going to pitch your show, I said, yeah, we are. We're going to do it. And it's going to be awesome. And they're going to love it. And I don't think I would have had that same response if Amy Schumer hadn't walked past me five minutes before. I think I would have been like, really? Thank you. That's so awesome. I'm so excited. You believe in my vision. But I just said, yes, we are. And they're going to love it. And it's going to change the world. It was, it was really cool. So that is such a good story. And then she changed my life like a week ago. Great. That is so cool. So, okay. This is kind of off topic, but it's about Amy Schumer. So it sort of fits. Um, (laughs) We or I recently saw this video. I actually posted this on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, but I'll tag you in or whatever. But her and her stylist, who's actually the stylist um, for the costume designer, I guess, for Trainwreck and also for girls, actually. Uh-huh. She um, recently um, – sorry, my phone is ringing. She recently teamed up with Amy Schumer, and they're doing a collaboration where they – are helping women feel really confident in their bodies and confident in their style because Amy said that she didn't feel confident as a woman, as a person, uh, until she was able to feel confident in the way that she dressed. So it just sounds really amazing. And I actually emailed the stylist to see if I could get her to come on the podcast. Um, so cool! Yeah, and I, I got a maybe. I so. you right now for Amy Schumer to be on the Wellness Wonderland. Yeah, I, wouldn't that be so cool? So I have at least to tell you, stylist, you know how... She's always joking about, you know, her size and she jokes about her clothing and things like that yeah. in her stand-up routine. Mm-hmm. She was smoking hot. She had this tight black dress on that was low cut 
and her hair was blown out and she was working it. She was walking like she owned the planet. And I don't know if the woman next to her, maybe it was her stylist, but she looked like she was going somewhere. She wasn't in, you know, comfy pants and a tank top Mm -hmm. next to the pool at this hotel. She looked stunning and beautiful in all her curves. I mean, just, and and not that she has so many curves, but that's like her big shtick, right? Is that she couldn't even go to LA anymore is one of her jokes in, in her new standup. Um, but she just looked exactly that, that she loved her body. She loved how she looked her, you know, her shoulders were back. There is no way that that woman was radiating, radiating anything other than pure confidence. It was awesome. That's why I love her right there. Like in a nutshell, that's what's so inspiring about her. I think totally so good. Okay. So big question. What do you think happens when we die? Well, good question. And for most people, that's probably more shocking, except for I do past life regressions like two times a week mm-hmm. <laughs> for my clients. So here's the thing. I didn't believe in past lives um, before I started hypnotherapy. I didn't even believe in past lives when I started offering past life regressions as a part of my services. I've done them so many times now and they're always so poignant and magical and amazing and people heal so much as a result of them. There is a large part of me now that really genuinely leans to the idea that when we die, we go back to this beautiful place where souls are rejuvenated and regenerated and then 99% of souls will choose another life and be reincarnated. And you'll have to learn the same lessons if you didn't really embody them the first time. Um, here's the thing though. I don't think you have to believe in past lives to get something out of a past life regression. In fact, I know you don't have to, in some ways it's almost even more interesting to consider the idea that the subconscious is so freaking powerful that it could create an entirely different life with a different gender, with different colored skin with 500 years ago. And your hut is burning down in rural China and you're sobbing hysterically because of it. And then when you wake up, you no longer have a fear of fire. I mean, if that's not real, that's just your brain creating that so that you can heal. That's almost more interesting. So I personally think when we die, you know, our souls heal and then we come back. But I don't think you have to believe that in order to get some really cool healing experiences around the death concept. Can you tell me that's amazing and fantastic. What can you tell me a little bit about what happens in a past life regression? Is it similar to a hypnotherapy session? Yeah. So I'll give you the example of the first time a client of mine went into a past life without either of us meaning to, because that's what made me study past life regression. I was helping a woman. She was obese. She came in and she said, I'm a nurse. I'm very much Western minded. I don't believe in, I mean, she already didn't believe in hypnotherapy and there's nothing to believe in. (laughs) There's no belief system surrounding the fact that when you're relaxed, you become open to suggestion. It's just a scientifically proven fact. So she's already saying she doesn't believe in hypnosis, which isn't even like a real thing, but that she needs double knee replacement surgery because um, basically her weight has worn down the cartilage with her knees. But because of her weight and her BMI, her insurance wouldn't cover the surgeries oh, fully oh. unless she lost weight. And she just had tried everything. She couldn't lose any weight. So she said, I'm coming here for you to help me with weight loss. And I said, okay. And we started the session and all Can I said- Can we take a comment that the insurance system is so, that's so sad that that's what our insurance system has come to, that it's not helping people in, in that way. I'm so glad she found her way to you. I know, me too. I'm so glad that 
the way I overcame my objections in order to try hypnosis for smoking, I'm so glad she did the same thing. Mm. And this was a few years ago, so I don't know. This was before Obamacare, so I don't know if things have changed. But I know back then, you know, she was terrified. She was yeah. like, what am I going to do? I mean, really, I can't afford this, and I have to be able to walk. You know, she I think she was 48 years old at the time, um, or late, late 40s. And so... In the session, I never say, go back to when you're five years old or go back to when you're eight years old or go back to when you're 16 because I have no idea when the seed was planted that led to an obsession with eating food. So I just said, go back to the source. And all of a sudden, she's crying hysterically, telling me that her brother has died. And there's something very different about her now. She's still the woman in the chair sitting across from me that was there, you know, who sat down to work with me. But the person speaking to me is different. Uh, her voice is the same, but she's just telling a different story. And long, long story short, because I'm very confused. I'm a brand new hypnotherapist. I have no idea what's happening. I don't know why her brother has died. Uh, and I said, just out of instinct, you know, can you look down and tell me your skin color? And she said, the color of the soil. But the, my client was Caucasian. And um, I said, how old are you? And she said, I'm eight. And I, you know, and then she told me I'm a little boy and my little brother just died. He was so hungry. He was so hungry. And so we finally got all the details that basically she was in this very dry, very hot place and she had extremely dark skin and she was extremely hungry and everyone she knew was gone, had died. And then basically she died from starvation. And when the session was over. She opened her eyes. I was worried she was going to be pissed because it was so crazy to me. Um, but she just said, thank you. And she left. And she emailed me about three weeks later and said, you know, ever since our session, my obsession with having the cupboards full of food is completely gone. And I used to eat every single meal. Like it was my last meal. And I haven't done that since our session. And I've lost, I think at that point, she had lost 30 pounds in three weeks. And then she emailed me again about a year later and said she had lost 120 pounds. Wow. wow. And she, she did other things. It wasn't like she had one session. It all melted off. She had the session and the neuroses went away. And then she was able to exercise and eat more healthy because the obsession, the neuroses was no longer there. That was my first experience ever. Um, with someone going into a past life without ever, without either of us intending to. And now I have literally hundreds of stories of both things happening, people coming for traditional clinical hypnotherapy and going into a past life just because that's where the source of their pain is stemming from. And then other people who come traditionally for that. So the main difference is if someone books a past life regression session, it's about two and a half hours longer then, or no, sorry, two and a half hours total, whereas a normal hypnotherapy session is about 45 minutes. So for those people who go into a past life instantly without that being the intention, they're already able to access those areas of their subconscious very easily because it happened without my prompting them. Mm -hmm. And so normally we're able to get all the work done even within the allotted amount of time. So that's basically the the difference but i have to say they're my favorite sessions because i'm i'm sitting on you know the edge of my seat every time like what happens next and mm -hmm. you know it's just like this 
movie unfolding and most of the time there's a, a very tragic piece to it but there's also profound lessons and strengths from past lives that you can bring forward into present lives and again I'm using these terms but it doesn't necessarily mean it's real even if it's created by your mind it's fascinating and powerful wow that's um yeah it's, it's fascinating I'm I have a interesting experience just really quick um I was having like a healing session. I don't even really know how to explain it, but this woman was in town and and she did like sound healing and she also did like some coaching and some Reiki. She just was really like everything work. And I was like laying on her table and she's like doing some Reiki to me. And it was the summer, so I was like wearing um, like a skirt or something. And she's like, hey, like you – I have two really big birthmarks on my leg and – and she's like, hey, do you mind if I like tell you something about your birthmarks? And I was like, um, sure. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm just intuitively feeling that these, because I guess birthmarks are signs of like where you died, injuries, and or not necessarily died, but injuries from a past life. Yeah. And so she was like, these are two stab wounds that you that you died from, um in past lives she's like would you like me to do some healing work on that and I was like uh yeah uh why are you asking me like do that immediately um so yeah anyways and that was like my first experience ever with knowing anything about past lives so So what did you notice any shifts after she did that work um I really enjoyed the session I don't know if I noticed any like specific shifts I just thought it was fascinating because I've had these birthmarks and I have another one on my knee actually and she was like that one's from a bullet (laughs) wow I know um I think these things are absolutely fascinating, but imagine how much more powerful it would be if you were in hypnosis and you discovered that for yourself instead of being told it. Yeah. It's so much more powerful. So now, ever ever since I started hypnosis, I've become really intuitive to the point where I know if I'm going to have a cancellation because if, if I have a client coming up, I feel the stress in their body in my body. I know exactly where it is, Bef- 30 minutes before the call. And if I don't feel anything in my body, I know it's going to be a no-show or a cancellation. I have like 100% accuracy. It's crazy. But I now if I start to get impressions or thoughts about what something might be, I really have to bite my tongue and not share it because – and I know some healers do this and it works and it's amazing. It's very powerful. But I have found that when – I mean if you were in a past life and all of a sudden you were stabbed in your leg twice and then when you opened your eyes, you are like, oh my God, where I was stabbed or my birthmarks. That is just a very different energy than someone sharing the story, you know? Mm, yeah. That's so it would be cool to see if you do the session – um, if you do a session like that, if you find congruencies or, or a different story. Yeah, I don't want to experience that because it sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's neat too because you can step back from it. What I say to my clients is, you've already been through this. There's absolutely no reason to go through it again. Step back and watch it like it's a movie. Mm, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Wow, wow. cool. All right, so lighter, <laughs> to, on a lighter note. <laughs> Everyone on Periscope's loving it. Okay, good. We'll go lighter. Good. Um. All right, so you're trapped on a deserted island, and you can bring with you one person, one TV show to binge watch, one book, one movie, and one food. Go. So start with person. Bernardo. TV show. Oh. Something you want to get sick of. Oh. Okay. Let me say them out loud, and then I'll narrow it down. It's either going to be House of Cards, um... 
What's the one I'm obsessed with? I can't even think of the name. I watch it every week. It's a woman politician. Good wife. Oh, or yeah, so L word. Probably L word, to be honest, because of the nostalgia, and it's just so good. L word. should watch that. I, should, I haven't watched it, but I should, like, watch that. It looks it so Netflix? cool now, but it's so good. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I literally own the entire DVD box really? that all I watched in college. Well, when yeah. I visit, maybe we can watch it. Awesome. <laughs> Do it. Um, okay, book? Ooh. I was an English major. I'm obsessed with books, but I would say, because this came up first, The Giver, because that was <gasps> favorite I love The Giver. That was my favorite book, too. Maybe this is why we are meant to be friends. Did you see the movie? I did, and I actually really thought they did a good job, and I'm I did too. so harsh on books made into movies, but I loved it. Yeah, I, still- I liked it a lot, that- too. I liked it a lot, too, mostly because Taylor Swift was in it. But I also will say, like, I hadn't read the book in many years when I watched the movie. So I don't, like, remember all the discrepancies. But it's definitely not really what I pictured when I was reading the book. It's not, like, how I pictured Jonah and stuff. But I really liked it. Me, too. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so funny. I know. Okay, so favorite, the movie that you would bring with you. Okay. The movie I would bring with me. Um, again, I have so many favorites. The I know this is so cheesy, but this is what's coming up. It's a Wonderful Life, Aww, a Christmas movie. movie. Because I think since only Bernardo could come, I'd really miss my family, and we watch it every year. Yeah, that would be nice. It might make you more sad, but that's okay. That's true. I and should what, bring Trainwreck. Yeah. <laughs> what food would you bring? Hmm. Uh, I could live off of spinach sauteed in garlic and olive oil. Mm, yeah, so it's really good. Because I could literally eat that every day. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> um, and it gets so tiny. Isn't it yeah, funny? exactly. Spinach, like, you, put, you put like handfuls in and then it's like one bite. Exactly. <laughs> it's so crazy. It like disappears. So... Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. I'm loving every single bit of this conversation. And as you know, Grace, the name of this podcast and the name of my blog is The Wellness Wonderland. So when I offer that term to you, to live in a wellness wonderland, what comes up? What does that mean to you? I love it. I see my safe place. So when I do hypnosis with someone, I ask them to go to a safe place. And my safe place looks like Ireland on top of a cliff. It's very green, very lush. There's some fog in the air. The main difference is that it's actually very warm there, (laughs) in my mind. And there is this big, beautiful weeping willow tree that I sit underneath and play guitar and just sing. And as I sing, things instantly manifest. That's my safe place in my head. So when I think about living in the wellness wonderland, I see the same exact thing. Can I I adapt that safe place and take it as my own because that sounds beautiful it's it's amazing and you can absolutely use it as your own too uh, magical things happen when I go there and it's based off of a place in Ireland where I did the same thing on purpose it's called sleeve leave it's the highest sea point in all of Europe sea cliff point in all of Europe and I took my little travel guitar and I took even a candle that I still have because I wanted the scent that it's 
the scent of the candle is Irish moss. So I burnt it there so that my olfactory senses would be like imprinted with the experience. And I played, there's no one there. And I just played guitar and I sang into the wind and like I did all this stuff so that now when I go into my, there was no weeping willow there, I added that. But Uh when I go into my safe place, it is visceral. Cool. Yeah. That is so cool. There's no life. But yeah, other than that, that. it's perfect. That is so, 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 so cool. Oh my gosh, Grace, this has been so amazing. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out Grace Space and you want to just like know more about Grace and get a really good introduction to her, try her three-minute meditation by going to bit.ly slash Grace Space K as in kangaroo, D as in dog. And well, yeah, it's, check her it's out. your initials. My Maybe initials, yeah. <laughs> or as in my <laughs> initials. That would probably make more sense. yeah i hope everyone will go download it it's free and there's actually a bonus in there so you'll get a free three minute stress relief recording and a 10 minute stress relief recording and they will both cut your stress in more than half um and it's just a great thing to have on your phone and carry with you throughout the day so whenever you need to decompress before you talk to your kids or before you go food shopping or when you go to bed it'll just It'll just really, really help you. And um, it's my gift to you. And my thank you to your amazing, wonderful host, Katie, for having me. Because um, this has just been so such much. an honor, girl. This has been yeah. so much fun. I love you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening on the podcast. And thank you for everyone listening on Periscope. Yes. Thank you to everybody on Periscope. They love you, Katie. They're giving you so many hearts. They're saying, great scope. Oh, we love okay. Katie. Love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You made it all the way to the end. I'll be back next week, but until then, let's stay inspired and keep this conversation going. So tweet at me, at Katie Dalebout, and our guest with your aha moments from this conversation. And like the Wellness Wonderland on Facebook, so we can all hang out there and discuss how inspired we are and how we'll apply it in our daily lives. And never miss another episode or post from me by signing up for email updates on thewellnesswonderland.com. See you back in Wonderland.